Hello San Pedro Podcast, Season 2, Episode 6. You are listening to the Hello San Pedro Podcast. I'm Amanda, your host. Join me as I talk to amazing people within our community, business owners, community activists, local leaders, and people like you and me who love San Pedro. This is a place where we'll share big ideas, discuss hot topics, and spread good vibes. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Hello San Pedro podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Silva. Happy Halloween, by the way. Um, I hope everyone is super excited. I know I'm excited to go out with my son and my husband. My son is going to be Mario from the Super Mario Brothers. He absolutely loves his costume. Actually, at night, it's like he instinctively knows about Halloween and trick-or-treating somehow because he'll bring his costume to me you know before bed uh, maybe around 8 p.m. and he goes to bed at 8 30 he'll bring his costume to me and he'll like basically gesture like he wants me to put it on him so I will and then he'll actually grab my hand and take me to the front door because he wants to go for a walk and it's the cutest thing because we've been going for evening strolls and he's been going in his costume and it's like I didn't tell him about trick-or-treating we didn't go trick-or-treating last year and I don't know how he knows but we've basically been prepping for this very moment Um, and I'm super excited because he's gonna love it Anyway, I hope you guys have some fun plans or at least will, um, you know, enjoy seeing your neighbors. Um, I hope everyone has a safe night. Be sure to look both ways before crossing the street. Be cautious. Um, But I hope everyone has a really good night. I'm super excited. Also, no big deal. But yesterday... I turned 30 years old. I cannot believe it. I'm entering my 30s. Um, I am really looking forward to what this is going to mean for me. Um, I feel like, you know, you always make these plans, you know, these um, goals that you have in mind. 30 seems to be the the benchmark, you know, that we're attempting to hit these goals by. And as I look around my life, you know, it's nothing like I would have planned it. But I have to say, I'm really, I'm really happy with my life and I'm very proud of the family I've been able to create, the home I've been able to make here in Pedro. And I'm really proud of this podcast and how it's changed my life specifically. Um, I know that you guys have expressed, you know, um, how much you've enjoyed the podcast and I, I'm so glad that you guys are loving it. But this podcast has also had a tremendous impact on my life. I've met amazing people through this podcast. I am so incredibly grateful for her. I know that they've changed my lives, you know, and I, I look forward to meeting more and more people from this community every day. So I just want to thank everyone for being a part of that. Um, and for continuing to keep the momentum of this podcast going. Um, So in today's episode, I am super excited about the guest. Not only is he just such a down-to-earth, amazing guy. I mean, I keep seeing him at all the local events, and I didn't really know what his role was in Pedro. Um, 
And I just knew that he was everywhere all the time. And I kept running into him. I went to one of his open houses. Um, the most, he's just the friendliest guy. He's a part of the neighborhood council. He um, actually is very, very involved. And when, you know, when you listen to the episode, you'll see how involved he is. Um, I'm really glad I got to have him on because we talk about everything and he is so down to earth. He's in such a good mood. I didn't even have to like wine and dine him. He was spilling so much tea. Um, I mean, he was, you know, he's, he's in on the big conversations when it comes to the future planning of San Pedro. So he knows a lot more than the rest of us are going to know. There's been things in the works that haven't been announced yet to the entire community. But in this conversation, he does drop a few of those, you know, little tea bombs. I am super excited that I got it here first on the podcast. He talks about a potential newcomer to Little Italy, which is still in the works. Um, He also talks about um, a very big popular event that used to be very big in Pedro coming back. So you guys are just going to have to listen to the whole episode to find out. Um, Yeah. So he kind of, you know, gives us some insider knowledge, you know, without really meaning to. And I'm really glad he did. So thank you. Um, I'll go ahead and formally introduce him. Today's guest is Lee Williams. He is a chairman on the board of the Chamber of Commerce. He's also a local realtor. He's incredibly involved with the community. He knows everyone. Um, I I really hope that you guys enjoy this episode. We talk about so many Pedro things. Most of all, what we focus on is how to improve the quality of life here in San Pedro. So this is a really important conversation. Um, and I hope you guys can just enjoy envisioning a really wonderful San Pedro where all of us have a better quality of life. Um, yeah, he'll explain to you what that means. Enjoy. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Hello San Pedro podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Silva. Today, I have a very special guest. Um, I am very honored to interview our local chairman of the board of the Chamber of Commerce, Lee Williams, also a realtor. So thank you, Lee, for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I've been listening to the podcast and excited about what you're doing. I'm glad. Um, I've been wanting to get you on. And it's so funny because like, I didn't really knew, I didn't know how involved you were. I just Mm -hmm. knew that you were everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> At every local event I would run into you and you know, I went to one of your open houses and I always see you active on um, you know, the local social media boards and so I was like I just need to talk to him about everything and then I find out you are incredibly involved. You are yeah. the chairman of the board, of the Chamber of Commerce, which I know mm-hmm. is a big part of what you do. Huge. Um so I kind of want to start off talking about you. Are you from Pedro? I am not from Pedro. I uh, was a military brat, so okay. I moved around quite a bit mm-hmm. and lived in San Francisco last. Okay. And my best friend was from Pedro and born and raised in Pedro. Mm-hmm. And he would talk about it like it was this magical place. And it was kind of annoying for me oh, being a San Franciscan. That sounds like such a Pedro dude. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was interesting. He uh, he has since passed. He was my... He was my big brother 
and I became really close to his family and met Sarah, who is the love of my life. Oh, and she's here in the studio, guys. She is. <laughs> blushing. Totally blushing. <laughs> and and uh, she's a long So when it came time to decide who moves where, she said, you know what? I'm born fourth generation longshoreman. I'm yeah. staying in San Pedro. If you love me, you'll move down here. And so yeah. she didn't make it that, that threatening, but um, we just knew. And San Pedro's been, uh, I've been here 11 years now. Love it. We could probably do a whole nother episode on the opportunity that is longshoring and how mm-hmm. you don't ever let it go. I mean, like I know yeah. I'm in the longshoreman family too. So I know yeah. like people who have not been excommunicated from the family for letting it go, <laughs> but just, you know, just like it's, it's, we just know how, what a value it is. Yeah. You know? It's um, hard work. It's not for everyone. It is. It's really hard work. My mom is a longshore. She's a crane operator, NYK. Um, she's like always talking to women, you know, about just encouraging them that they could do it. A couple of my girlfriends had recently got their card pulled too, and they're super nervous. It's just, it's a different environment for women. It is. And the cool thing, you can't hear Sarah talking, but the cool thing is, um, she works so hard down there that the guys actually, you know, are, are surprised and they want her to come back. Mm-hmm. So they like it when she works because they knew, know that if there's a chance of going home early, she's going to be one of the people helping them get there. Oh, that's so really that's pretty awesome. cool. Okay. Definitely future episode, Sarah. <laughs> we broke you in already. <laughs> All right. So you, so you, when did you move down here then? When was So that? 11 years ago. Okay. And, um, and the interesting thing about Pedro is, you know, people talk about what a closed community it is, um, but it's not. It's it's welcoming. I feel like that a lot of the people that are moving here are instantly getting involved with the community, trying to make it better. And the people that are born and raised in San Pedro are helping them do that. Yeah. And so that's I, I like the dichotomy. I love protecting the culture. Mm-hmm of San Pedro as a town while we do things to make it even better with new blood and new ideas and new folks. I totally agree. I think that's why I'm like drawn to you everywhere because I see that. I see that you're super welcoming of newcomers, these new ideas, these new projects that are coming to town. But also I can tell you're very into the essence of what makes us Pedro. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You you love our history. You love what it stands for and the community that we've built here, which is really awesome. Um, yeah. I love running things by Angela Romero just to make sure that we're same. keeping things, you know, same. legit and real and true to the character and the culture. Same. I always like have to fact check myself too. be like, Hey, is this true? Can I say this? And she'll be like, well, it's not technically true. And I'm like, okay, tell me more. <laughs> exactly. Um, so since you guys, since you moved here, yes. I know you, you're a realtor. Is that something yes. you started while Yeah, you, I've been a realtor off and on since 1988. Okay. And so I've always been drawn to the fact, you know, that people need a place to live. And there's no bit, bigger wealth creator than owning a home. And so I've seen home ownership change people's lives. It means, you know, funding retirements. It means funding college educations. It, you know means funding big weddings and and being able to travel it makes a difference in people's lives to the extent that um it's become my passion it's it's where 
I feel the most um, reward in what I do. I really like real estate. I don't think I would be a successful realtor maybe, but I do <laughs> see the opportunity that real estate has to change people's lives. And um, I'm, you know, I'm hoping for that. We're working towards that, me and my husband, which is why you saw us at one of your open <laughs> houses. Um, yeah, so we're looking forward to joining the club soon, yep. hopefully. Now's the time. San Pedro has so much coming to it. I was going to ask. That, yeah, it's important. Um, I've lived in a lot of different places. I've seen where if it becomes more and more difficult for first-time home buyers to buy, mm -hmm. um, then, you know, the only way to really get a home is inherit it or, right. you know, get it from family or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to encourage folks, especially now, um, as we're on the cusp of some really major, wonderful changes for San Pedro, mm -hmm. to get in, buy a home, buy a duplex. Sarah bought a duplex, lived in the back, rent out the front. Um, and those are the kind of scenarios that um, can lead to, like I said, a uh, nice retirement. Mm -hmm. I mean, my parents, my uh, my in-laws live in Hawaii now, mm -hmm. and that's partially because they were smart about real estate. Yep. So that strategy, Sarah's strategy, might be what we're looking to do, hopefully. There <laughs> There's so many great, like, multi-unit, um, you yep. know, properties here. It's amazing. That's what I did. I bought my first place. I immediately got roommates, uh -huh. and they rent out rooms. Yeah. And I would work for four years, mm -hmm. take a year off and travel. Work four years, take a year off and travel. They paid for that. Oh, my gosh. That real estate is what allowed for that. So yeah. Anyway, we could talk about real estate I know. forever. I know. Whole new episode to talk about. <laughs> so tell me about your involvement here in San Pedro. What was the first thing that you got involved with? I got involved with the Northwest um, San Pedro Neighborhood Council. That was the first thing I got. Uh, you know, I had a, a, a particular interest in the um, planning and land use. At the time, there was talk about closing a lane, going on to the 110, and I thought that was kind of nutty. And um, so I got involved with the neighborhood council, really trying to help make smarter decisions on how we're planning. On Gaffey trying to get onto the Yeah, Gaffey. Oh, yeah. My. Can you believe that? Oh yeah. So that, that, that's what, and that's how most people join the neighborhood council. There's they're a passionate. single issue that they're passionate about. And then while they're involved, they find out more and more things in which they could affect change. And that's. Um, I love the neighborhood councils. I think the majority of the people on the neighborhood councils are really passionate about being part of the great things in San Pedro. You do have a couple of rotten apples, but, um, but for the most part, you have some really solid people that um, they inspire me and they make me, um, you know, they made me want to take a, a bigger role mm -hmm. in San Pedro. And that's part of how I got involved with the Chamber of Commerce is, you know, we're really deeply involved in, in a lot of the change and reviewing things and making sure we protect the character while we, you know, bring more investment here right. to San Pedro. So all of that. Um, at what point did you get involved with the chamber? Um, I think three years ago, perhaps mm -hmm. two or three years ago. And were you always a chairman of the... No, no. I came in as, um, you know, a, a, as a participant for one of the committees. Mm -hmm. And then um, I just became chairman of the board a few months ago, I think. Okay, yeah. very cool. And before me, there were, you know, there was great leadership. You've interviewed Elise, and so I think the world of her mm -hmm. and all she's, she's awesome. done for the Chamber of Commerce. So I just try to help that as much as I can. Mm -hmm. 
Well, what are some things that you'd like to talk about regarding yep. the Chamber of Commerce and what's going on in San Pedro? Excellent. I'm glad you asked. Um, <laughs> the, <Let it> rip. <laughs> the, uh, I think the, the biggest things that, that I'm personally involved with, I know that the Chamber is focused on, we have, you know, we have our legislative um, and policy like roadmap on what the, the chamber is really involved in. But it really comes down in my mind to three different areas. We have jobs, housing, and quality of life. And, and those are the three things I think that the chamber can be most effective in. When it comes to jobs, I'm super excited about um, um, the stuff that, you know, the different jobs that are coming here. Because we know that San Pedro, 25% of the population leave every day to commute someplace else to work. And they usually commute like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. An hour. On average. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. To... If we work anywhere in LA, I mean, that's like an hour. Yeah, right there. easily. Mm -hmm. So if we can create jobs here so people don't have to commute, mm -hmm. that's less people in the freeway, yep. less people creating that traffic. Yep. And a better quality of life. That's more people going to their kids' basketball games. That's yes. more people going to their kids' football games. Imagine just working here in downtown, yep. walking to Pola or wherever, or you know, driving up the street just to yes. go see a basketball game. Oh, Absolutely. That would be amazing. So that's what I'm focused on, getting people off the freeways and to have like a good live, work, play here in San Pedro. Mm -hmm. um, so I like you know, the entry level jobs that are coming to the San Pedro public market. I love awesome. um, all the vacant space, you know, the Topaz building just sold and we're going to be working with the owners to try to get some yes. of that vacant space filled with, you know, it only takes one or two big companies yes. to pop in there. Absolutely. And now that we have the housing so they can bring workers, right. um, that, that's a big deal. Um, then, you know, obviously, Altus C is my absolute favorite. I don't know if you've interviewed Tim McCosker. I haven't. Um, I he's, he's on my list. Some, so to. many people have recommended him to be on the podcast. Um, yep. I mean, recommend me to reach out to him, which I haven't yet. Um, also, Ann Carpenter. There's so yep. many great people to interview here. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tim Tim was born and raised here in San Pedro. And he comes from a family that's the entire family, I think all of them, every McCosker I've ever met has been committed to the community and working in the community in some capacity. Mm -hmm. And so what he's doing over at Alta C, that just has me so excited in terms of the reach San Pedro can have. I mean, they're working on underwater exploration, ocean exploration. They're working on um, advancing sciences. They're working on climate change. They're working on, you know, we can have the blue economy um, and all that that entails come out of San Pedro. And so that's jobs that's at every level, right? Mm -hmm. that, that's generation and changing stuff, mm -hmm. right? Um, so I, I get excited about that. And I also love the fact that we have a great opportunity with tourism. You know, if the Outer Harbor, as soon as the Outer Harbor gets redeveloped as a cruise ship terminal, yep. we're going, you know, each of those ships carries 5,500 passengers mm -hmm. and another 1,300 crew, right? Mm -hmm. So the passengers, they spend about $100 per day per um, person mm -hmm. off those cruise ships. If we could capture some, that's half a million dollars each cruise ship yep. spending in the local economy. Mm -hmm. If we create the restaurants and the small businesses and the hotels, because they, you know, they fly in from LAX, they get a hotel overnight, they jump on a ship, they do the reverse when right. they leave. If we can capture some of those dollars, mm -hmm. 
that could be a big change. And then I love the fact that, you know, they're not an annual thing. It, they, um, the cruise ships, you know, have different, um, what are they called? Routes. Yeah, they have different routes where they will spend more time, um, you know, on the warmer climates. So when they're not here. That's true, yeah. They're going to be, conv we have room for convention centers mm -hmm. and to do conventions here. And we can bring 800 yes. or 1,000 people at a time. Yes. So. That's that's something I think we def like we just need like a big venue and yes. some big events because I feel like that's where we're gonna get money spent into this local economy yeah. and it's not like we're they're all gonna live here it's like they're no. coming for an event uh, maybe a three day event a convention yep. they're gonna spend money here and then they're gonna leave and we can host people which is mm -hmm. a really great way yeah like you said to kind of revive our local economy and those people are coming in during the day as our people are driving out during the day right That's so they're true. not increasing the traffic they're they're coming in here yeah. dropping off their money and then leaving yeah the right so i like that scenario experience. yeah having yeah. an amazing experience and really getting to know san pedro i'm excited about the um you know once we have that amphitheater with so six thousand seats I don't think we've really talked about what exactly is coming to yeah. to the new port. Yes. Can you talk about that? To the public market? Yes. Yeah. So I can talk a little bit about it. You okay. should have Alan Johnson. He's really I, good. You know what? I will get Alan Johnson. Yeah. He's he's so great. I know he would. I was just kind of he's like intimidated awesome. to ask him. Yeah. There's, there. I mean, um, I don't have the square footage is off the top of my head, but, but the fact of the matter is we're bringing um, – you know, a number of restaurants were bringing a real good focus and, and the ability to kind of the promenade I'm really excited about being able to walk along the water all the way from, you know, fanfare, the fountains, yep. all the way basically to Cabrillo. 22nd. Yeah, 22nd. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Cabrillo, if you wanted to. Um, making that connectivity is a big deal. I like the idea. I would love it if the battleship were able to move. I think that would be a big deal because it's a huge draw for people out of town. Mm -hmm. And when they come here and they see the battleship and they spend a few hours doing the tour, they want to get off the battleship and go eat, mm -hmm. right? That'll be perfect if it'll be really close walking distance Closer to, to the, the public market. Got it. Mm -hmm. The battleship is really good at having, you know, veteran um, events and yep. bringing veterans here to San Pedro. Veterans are very close to my heart. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, having veteran events and having that a part of the public market and, you know, making everything contiguous in a way that allows upside for everyone, mm -hmm. um, I think is really important. So the venue, the music venue yeah. is my favorite part. Because it's an outdoor venue. It'll be an it? outdoor amphitheater. Okay. It'll be something like, you know, 60, 500 seats, I think. Wow. Last time I heard. Okay, so I'm kind of picturing... A little concert? Like a Hollywood Bowl type That's situation. exactly what I okay. picture. Yeah. Okay, cool. But cooler. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and on the water. Yeah. Yeah, one of my oh, favorite days. Amazing. I, I love going to concerts, and one of the favorite concerts I'd ever had was at the Gypsy Kings in Seattle on Pier 70, and with a glass of wine in one hand, and everyone, you know, salsa dancing listening to the gypsy kings and having the sunset as oh, we're sitting there and the sky change colors i was like you know what if we could have something like that here wow that'd be amazing that would be so, amazing yeah i'm excited about that okay 
that is very cool. That's I think that's what we've been kind of missing because yeah. we have such a beautiful town here. We have a lot of really great music also. Um, we do. I think, Local artists. Yeah. Yep. I think we would we would make a great host. I think so. We've just been needing that venue. <laughs> I agree. I agree. That's very and cool. And I, I want to uh, – Sarah does a lot of um, – she has Best of South Bay and Love San Pedro um, dot com. And I love the idea of um, – having pro tips for locals. So if you're going to those concert venue, um, knowing like where to pick up the shuttle so that you can, you know, yep. have a shorter commute, not deal with all the madness with right. the traffic and go to a concert, you know, on the weekend mm-hmm. and come back home and have like a really good time. So that sounds amazing. Sort of like what, did you go to Amaluna when Cirque du Soleil was no, here? No, I didn't. So that was a big game changer. We have people coming to, La Bouvette, we have people coming to Sebastian's and to Conrad's and to... So when that was going on, it yeah. really filled up our restaurants. It did, but yeah. people are coming back. Yeah. Yeah, I got... That's amazing. I, I talked to Tomas over at, at La Bouvette, mm-hmm. and he said that... Um, we I need were t- to get him on, too. <laughs> yeah, we had talked about um, a couple of people that came here that night and now are regulars. They okay. come here, like, every other week. And so we need more of that. I had um, a friend that I worked with in El Segundo at the company that I was with previously. Now I work much closer, which mm-hmm. is in PV. Not quite as close as I want to be, but still very close. Right. Um, anyways, he was going to go to Cirque du Soleil. He was taking mm-hmm. his um, his fiance out and her parents. And he's like, I, I don't know anything in San Pedro. Do you know where to go? And I said, mm-hmm. Yes. And I actually told I told him about Pappy's. I told him there's a new French restaurant. And I told him about, like, if they just want some casual pizza, like there's Nico's or whatever. And I was yeah. able to kind of, like, paint a picture for him. Um, I even told him, I was like, I'm pretty sure that if you, clo- if you park close to Pappy's earlier, you should be able to walk to this, you know. Exactly. Delay. And that's what a lot of people did. And that's did. exactly what yeah. he did. And he said he had such a great time that yep. they enjoyed the restaurant and that's they exactly really it. liked San Peter, which is what I want to hear. <laughs> and, and Elise Swanson, um, like I said, she's the president and CEO of the Chamber of Commerce. She is focusing on trying to create a um, ambassador program for people that are born and raised or no, love San Pedro, people yes. that love San Pedro and want to talk about it, yeah. to be at the cruise ship terminals, to oh, be at these events, mm-hmm. to be um, in place mm-hmm. so that they can hand out flyers and say, hey, you know what? You should go up to, um, to uh, what's the, met, the uh, belly dancing? Oh, um, uh, like to the ballet school? No, no, or no. Or the, the Warner ba- Grand. What's it called? Babouche. Yeah, oh I'm sorry. Ballet dancing. Yeah. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, like, you, if you want to go... Um, the belly dancing. Yeah, for I belly think. dancing. <laughs> if you want to go and, and have, like, great food and a great experience, here's Babouche. If you want to yeah. have, like, some great English food, here's, you know, the whale and ale. Yes. If you want great sandwiches, go to Sandwich just Saloon. Some, just some people who are really passionate yes. about San Pedro. And can guide informed, people. Yes. Can tell people where to go, what exactly. they like. I love this idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see if I can help her get some ambassadors, hopefully. Yeah, we're working on it. So, okay. yes, and we'll, we'll send out um, invites to people to come and participate, but awesome. I think that'll be amazing. Let me know when those invites and come even out. If we I can, can get some link of them. it up to the show, and we can oh, hopefully perfect. get some people in Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you know people you who listen that. to the podcast are like, Obsessed with San Pedro. So yep. Or like the PBID, the uh, the Business Improvement District, mm-hmm. how they have the trolleys that go around. Yes. How many times it, it would be wonderful to have people that love San Pedro mm-hmm. jumping on the trolleys, having a little microphone, and saying, 
this is why you should get off the trolley here because you can walk yeah. up to the Korean Bell. Or yeah. this is why you should get off the trolley here so you can visit this restaurant Got or it. go to Sirens for coffee. Really great idea. Warner Grand, all that. I know, I think Angela Romero just had her first trolley um, yes. tour. Exactly. That was More I, of that. I heard, yes, please. I heard about that. I thought that yes. was such a great idea. I really mm-hmm. hope it takes off because I know like it's – it's a great idea, and people need to be doing that. Yep. I didn't get to go on it yesterday, but I'm hoping at the next one, like we can all exactly. Go. That's what I'm saying. It's all these new people and and um, young people mm-hmm. like yourself that are making San Pedro such a wonderful place, mm-hmm. and like it's that excitement that is lifting us up. And so I think it's I particularly it. exciting for us right now. Um, I think because. It's not just a sleepy town, yep. you know, it's starting to change a little bit. And, you know, I have to say, we've, I've always loved San Pedro, even when it was kind of sleepy and when we were just kids and there wasn't too much to do. Yeah. Um, but I think it's really exciting because we are seeing this change, this change yeah. that has been talked about for so long, you know, and, and you um, need to have variety. You need to have like sleepy type events or things yes. where you can chill and yeah. relax and also other events that yeah. might be more energized, but at least you have options and choices. That's what I want. I want options because yes. most of the time, like honestly, I've been driving to LA and just driving in general for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, when I, I went to college, I went to downtown LA, mm-hmm. was that Fitum? 110 traffic both yeah, ways exactly um and then all of my friends were out there so we would yeah. go out to the rooftop bars we go to you know west hollywood we'd go to santa monica like venice that's where a lot of the stuff was happening so that's where we went exactly. i am over driving <laughs> i don't want to <laughs> drive anymore also it's just um it's just nice to have something to do in town yes. you know especially now that i have a kid i have to find a babysitter for everything right. if i could just find a babysitter for like one two hours mm-hmm. go down the street yep. instead of like a four hour thing you know and that lends itself to a quality of life yes. like i i really think um you know one of my big focuses is people that are born and raised in san pedro a lot of times our kids are going to college and leaving yep and not coming back yep the affordability of housing is really tough yep um the oppor- opportunities at jobs is really tough yes and so creating that quality of life and, and creating something where they can stay, you know, having additional housing, right. having job opportunities, having play opportunities, yes. um, being able to go hiking. Sarah and I love going hiking. Yeah. Um, so those kind of things are super important. I'm going to stop you there so that okay. when we come back, we can really dive into that. Because I think that's a really important thing to paint a picture for, for our listeners. What could Pedro be like with a better quality of life? everything at our fingertips all right um real quick after the break this episode is brought to you by crypto space san pedro's one and only cryptocurrency lounge learn more at cryptospaceus.com and definitely follow them on instagram at cryptospace.us okay we're back let's talk about quality of life what does that yeah. mean for me quality of life is like just what we were talking about earlier is um having options mm-hmm. so um that means walkability uh, a lot of folks that are you know longtime san pedro have forgotten coming downtown can be a great thing to do um and i think they're they're 
begin to re-feel that as they visit some of our restaurants mm-hmm. and, and going to the Warner Grand or to the Grand Annex. Um, but for me, quality of life is also keeping those places engaged enough to where if you feel like coming out to, you know, Bruco or hopefully the new, um, the new uh, brewery he's putting in, right? Uh-huh. Um, Th- that'll be up and ha- happening and, and something to, to go to. So. You're talking about that on 7th Street. Yeah. That thing the that's not town. open yeah, that I've been brewery. looking at, and I'm like, what is that? Yeah, James, James <laughs> Brown always says that it's opening on the first. Okay. The first chance he gets. <laughs> it's a long process. That that's I know. A- <laughs> I've been looking at it for a long time, and I was like, what is that? Who is that, and what's going on there? That's the problem. So, so many people, you know, when we talk about, the San Pedro public market, mm-hmm. you know, when we talk about Alta C, when we talk about all these big developments, people, you know, they hear the announcement and then when it doesn't open right away, they're like, Oh, it's probably not happening. Well, and that's just the process. We've seen it happen so many times. That's too. true. That's fair. Yeah. You're absolutely right about mm-hmm. that. In the past, it didn't happen, but that was economic changes that led to a lot of that. True. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, so like the public market, it's not unusual for it to take 18 months for the um, all the entitlements and getting all the plans and the approvals and all that kind of thing, mm-hmm. that's not unusual. So, and a lot of the developments we have about thirty three hundred units possibly okay. um, being built, uh, housing units mm-hmm. being built in San Pedro, and it takes about eighteen months yeah. from when you purchase that property to get through all the city red tape to get anything done. Right now, the cool thing about a lot of that housing, when I say you know, 3,300 units or 3,700 units, um, people go, wow, all that housing. But the, the fact of the matter is that our, um, the people that live here, there's a lot of people that are paying over half of their income towards housing. Yep. And it's tough to go out and have a good quality of life if your housing costs are that high. So one of the cool things I'm excited about, uh, most of the housing has some affordable component in it. In fact, about a third of all the housing that's being built in San Pedro right now has affordable housing in it. So when you say affordable. Yes. So affordable is actually a, a real term. Uh-huh. It's not like a, a theory. Yeah. Affordable means that um, people making a certain level of income within a community. Mm-hmm. So like extremely low income would be about 25% mm-hmm. of the median income, not to get into numbers, yeah. but let's say the median income is $55,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Um, building housing for folks at $25,000 a year right. is considered affordable. And I hear a lot of times like on Facebook and, and in the community, people upset that we're not building strictly affordable housing. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not um, that's not something I really support. And here's why. Okay. Yeah. Here's why. When you create areas where it's just low income and housing, then you're you're kind of creating ghettos, if you will, mm-hmm. right? And you're kind of making corralling people in an area and putting all the poor people here, right? Right. And what we need is housing that has different income levels so that my kid and, you know, and so that kids, kids at different, different income, income levels right. can play together. Yes. And it becomes normal. And, and, and we have, you know, we have people that, um, like, if, if all you see is poverty 
it's tough to, to lift yourself out, right? But if you're living and working and playing and hanging out with people of all different income levels, right. then it's easy to see your way out. And that's my, that's a little bit of San Francisco and me. Cause like I, when I was up there, we had billionaire friends and we had friends that were sleeping on couches. Right. right. But we were all hanging out together. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think that that's um, really important in terms of some of the housing that we're building. I really, really like that. I, I yeah. agree with you there. I don't, Think, I mean, I understand the need for more affordable housing. Yes. I totally do. We do. We're seeing this huge crisis. A lot of, uh, you know, our homeless community is getting bigger and bigger. Yes. We need to find solutions. Yes. Um, I do agree, though, that getting, and also, like, getting some new money in here will yes. bring more resources to this part of town, you know? Exactly. Um, and I like, I, I, I especially like that you pointed out, like, for children. It's like, we don't want to just put all these families with kids, especially, you know, in this poverty, you know, community, we want to make it accessible to all kids. That's exactly it. And we want those kids to interact and we want them to to play together and and grow up together. Right. That's super important. And let's be honest, like when there's just communities of poverty, you know, as we see in, in, in certain areas, you know, in the projects or in, low-income housing, you you don't see a lot of the resources going there because they're not right. getting that money, you know? Yeah. So I think that it's really smart to... There's always investment in communities. It's it's whether it's being invested by developers mm-hmm. or if it's being invested by gangs and right. drug dealers, right? right? So on the areas that we ignore, the wrong kind of element invests their time and efforts there, right? Right. So if we can shake that up a little bit, I, I love the fact that you talked about the project. Rancho San Pedro is such an important part of San Pedro. Mm-hmm. Those, the folks that live there, I, I have gotten to know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we need to protect that culture and and that workforce housing as much as possible. Mm-hmm. It's being redeveloped. And all of those folks are being given an opportunity to remain in place Mm -hmm. in the new housing, along with various socioeconomic um, incomes in that property. So you'll have some market rate housing along with affordable housing. You'll have rental housing along with um, housing that you can purchase. And you'll even be able to purchase some of the properties at affordable levels. Mm -hmm. So if you make below a certain income, um, some of the properties will be restricted to only folks that make below a certain amount of income yeah. to be able to buy. Yeah, because as we said in the very beginning, mm-hmm. it can create a lot of opportunities yes. for a family. It can change yes. their lives. Yes. yes, generational changes. Yes, yes. That's what I want to see. <laughs> so <laughs> all of that's exciting. coming I'm together. My juice is flowing already. <laughs> all of that's coming together <laughs> okay. in a very real way. Uh-huh. And um, and so I love how. All the the different um, factors and all the different um, people that are really focused on San Pedro are working on their little niche, and it's all coming together like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. And it's it. I feel like it's going to be a beautiful Julie Bender mosaic in the <sighs> end. 
that, that sounds nice. That yeah, that we're is just gonna San put Pedro. Julie Bender to work so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so that's we're it. like Julie. We need one here. We need one here. We exactly. Need one there. I would love to see something when we get off the freeway. Personally, mm-hmm. that's just me personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want a big work of art when we get off the freeway. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about getting off the freeway and let's yes. talk about traffic. Yeah. Um. So now that all these things are coming into San Pedro, it's really mm-hmm. exciting. I know a lot of people are concerned. Yes. About bringing more cars always more traffic more Mm -hmm. people yeah i mean you i'm sure you remember when they were gonna they've done this a few places but when Mm -hmm. they took away a lane to make a bike lane yes it was like all hell was breaking loose Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it was funny i go down like i go down westmont i go down pacific Mm -hmm. at 8 a.m and i'm not i'm not devastated by the speed i feel like we got we adjusted yes and i feel like it, some for some folks, I, I know traffic. I hate traffic. Trust me. I do. Too. That's part of the reason why I have the job I have is so I don't have to commute. I get it. Yeah. But I feel like some folks, if they don't get from Twenty Second Street to the freeway without hitting a stoplight, then they have they're angry. Then they're angry. Yeah. Exactly. So well. So traffic is a huge part of, like I said, being able to. Um, we have some uh, some folks that are wanting to do a traffic study okay. on how, as we're building all of this in a cohesive way, and we you know we factor in Alta C, we factor in the public market, we factor in the the big amphitheater, we factor in jobs in downtown. What does that mean to us in traffic? Mm-hmm. So we're working on putting together a traffic study that really really will address that and the Outer Harbor cruise ship terminal. Yeah. Yeah, because where I've seen the biggest problem, and I don't know if we fixed it because we've redone that harbor, mm-hmm. ports of call, ex- Samson you know, Way, yeah, yeah. inner intersection. We've uh-huh. redone that, which is amazing. Yes, um, it's my preferred way to come home. Yeah. You know, I'm usually like hopping on the 110 from Harbor, dropping my kid off like right there in Wilmington, yep. and then I go straight up Anaheim all the way up to you know PV Drive North, and that's how I get to work. And I'm constantly going off and on that little freeway. I like I like Harbor. That's why mm-hmm. I prefer. Ever since mm-hmm. they redid that, um, so I don't know if we've solved that problem, but I know that when we have big events, it just piles up right in front of that cruise terminal, getting yep. off the 110. Yeah. So that's part of something that you absolutely. Take I into. think um, I think Janice Hahn is the She's on the board, the Metro board, oh, right? Yeah, that's right. And and one of the big pushbacks that we've always had is we don't have the density in order to necessitate light rail. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge advocate for light rail, not only just to move people around, but if we could have like a red car component that harkens back to our history yeah. as, as, as a red car LA uh-huh. town, right? Um, all of that could come together in a real way to help move people around and and relieve that traffic. Yeah. That I would, would love that. If a red car, can you imagine that? If oh. a red car became part of our identity again. Like our signature. Yeah. Exactly. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's talk more about quality of life. Yes. What does that mean to you specifically? What is your dream lifestyle here in San Pedro? So one – so. Before I go there, one of the things that the chamber is doing that I'm most proud of, and it's led by folks like Tim McCosker and Amber Sheik Ginsburg, mm-hmm. is our quality of life committee. And the biggest quality of life I issue didn't that know we there have. There is a committee. There is. It's wow. huge. And, and the thing is, um, 
it's focused obviously on on our neighbors are without homes and the folks are living on the streets and we have to remember that 70 percent of those folks are locally grown they're from this area i had someone um, yelling at me not too long ago. Well, we're bussing people in. We're bussing people in. I hear I'm like, that all have the you time. Met, have you met any homeless? And he was like, well, yeah. I, I actually know one. I went to high school with him, and, and he was a longshoreman. And I'm like, so you're just like, that's the opposite of what you were just saying, my I friend. I myself know, know friends <laughs> yes. that have ended up on the streets. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, so with our quality of life team at the Chamber of Commerce, we have done a really good job at bringing – LAPD together with Harbor Interfaith, with um, Nanette Berrigan's office, with uh, the supervisor's office, with Joe's office. Joe's office doesn't get a lot of credit for what they do, but um, people like Gabby and Allison that are like in the trenches really focused on trying to do something about our homeless crisis. Mm -hmm. Um, Getting all those people in the room, we even have fire department there. We're working on how we can coordinate things to address our homeless situation in a very real way. Not just sitting around talking about it, not being on Facebook Mm -hmm. and complaining about it, Mm -hmm. but saying, for example, um, how do we address the post office, right? Yes. And so that's where it's highly concentrated. That is. Yeah. And it's kind of a, it's a weird situation. So what do you do? I mean, if. If you push them out of the post office, they just go up into the neighborhoods, right? Into the residential areas. And so we have to figure out a real solution. And I think that um, I think that we do have some good solutions around okay. that in terms of the navigation center and a bridge home and enforcement and, and really creating, um, uh, you know, both uh, – the opportunities for folks to avail themselves of the services that are provided mm-hmm. and also to avoid some of the hardships of living on the street. Right. And so I think economically it makes sense. I think um, morally it makes sense. And I think that that the solutions that are being brought to bear right now are going to make a real difference in our homeless situation. It's I, not going to happen overnight. Right. It took us decades to get here, right? Uh-huh. But I think that... Um, People there as passionate as Joe and Amber and um, and some of the folks at the Chamber of Commerce, I think we're we're on the way. One thing just reminded me of it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk to you about. Uh-oh. You recently sat with the mayor. I did sit with the mayor. Yes. yes. Tell me about that. So um, the mayor had a. Uh, he came here for Fleet Week, and we we um, asked him if he would meet with some folks, and I. I, I asked him if he would meet with me and those were the issues I talked about. I talked about jobs in San Pedro. I talked about housing in San Pedro and how difficult it is for people to live off a of half an income, right? Right. And then I talked very um at length about the quality of life, our homeless situation. Mm-hmm. And um and and I think he got a lot of what you know I had to say. I, I know that he's committed from his angle. And we're committed from our angle, and hopefully the two will meet. Yes. Um, and they do meet. There's a lot of overlap. Mm-hmm. But obviously, um, you know, I always say in San Pedro, you could put four people in a room and have five opinions. Um, I, I, I feel like, you know, I don't have all the solutions. I, I don't feel like the mayor has all the solutions. But if we're all working 
in earnest to create um, a better San Pedro. Yeah. We're going to get there. I feel like if the discussion is there, it yes. will happen. There will be solutions, really yeah. good solutions brought to the table. Yeah. And like I said, I, I do have to give Joe Buscano props because he, I mean, he gets beat up all the time, but he's absolutely right in terms of, okay, so if the, if the um, city attorney's office is going to make it really easy for people to live on the streets and avoid the law um, because we don't have housing for them to go to. I'm going to create the housing for that to happen. If we have people that can have trash all around them and um, you know their stuff is cluttering the sidewalks, I'm going to create a place where they can take that stuff and, and get it off the sidewalks. Mm -hmm. He's always looking for solutions. He doesn't sit back and say, okay, well, I can't do this because of that, or I can't do this because the mayor's office won't let me, or because the city attorney won't let me. Mm -hmm. He's actively working on solutions mm -hmm. that can um, that can go after these I'm, major issues. I'm glad to hear that because I do see him get like totally beat up online, All just like time. slammed one after the other. And I've never met him personally, and I never really had a full concept of what he is doing. You know, yeah. I haven't been able to keep up with like local politics necessarily. I just see the new businesses. I just see like what's happening. Yeah. Um, so I'm really glad that you you were able to shed light on what he's doing, which is yeah. really great. Um, he's engaged. I, I haven't always been a fan because. I, I'm not someone that likes politicians, mm -hmm. but I'm amazed at what he and his team are doing. Okay. And the the uh, you know he, I I feel like he's also a realtor because he's he's always bringing developers here to uh, and business owners yeah. and like the Little Italy thing. Let's and talk all about that. Little Italy. Wasn't that amazing? Those, you went right. I, I saw it. Okay. I saw, so I saw the live videos. I saw the amazing performance. Yeah. Um, I don't remember her name, but she was oh, I don't the, either. the singer. Yeah, yeah. From the subway singer. From the subway yeah. singer. Mm -hmm. Basically, that's what we're calling her. The subway singer. Right. But she had an amazing voice, and um, to see her perform in our little, you know, downtown San Pedro, and see her get recognized for her amazing talent, I thought that was just really sweet. Wasn't that cool? But that didn't happen overnight. Yeah. That was was him and his team working for the last year and a half mm -hmm. on bringing Buenos down to 6th Street, right? Uh -huh. And A1 over to... Also, the A1 is moving. Yes. That's what I wanted to know. I think so. Here's, uh oh, maybe that was an announcement that hasn't been inked yet, but... You got it here, folks. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> ha. um, I love getting people to <laughs> spill the tea. Whoops. <laughs> um, I think what people were confused about, like I, I haven't, I know that there was a lot of excitement. I know, yes. like Pam and Dom Costa, they were super excited about super Little excited. Italy. I didn't understand what was going on with Little. I'm not hating on it. Yeah. I just want to see something Italian in Little Italy. Yes. Right now, there's nothing Italian. There's a gelato place. Okay, so I've never been there, and yes. I said, okay, I know there's an ice cream place, but is it gelato? Because yes. That would make it, it Italian. It's gelato. I am all for a little Italy. Yes. I want everybody to hear it. I'm all for a little Italy. If I can eat some good Italian food, yes. I can have gelato, get my shoe shine by, you know, an Italian shoe. I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I just want to see more Italian things in Little yes. Italy. And I think that's where people were having an issue. Yes. I can see that there's a plan, though. There is a plan. Can you tell and me And the cool it? thing is, I love the fact that it's not, um, you know, we bring in all the uh, the Italian components. Yeah. But it's going to create a place, mm -hmm. um, the piazza is going to create a place where 
all these different cultures of San Pedro right. can come together on their special day. Mm-hmm. You know, Dios de Morto, um, mm-hmm. the, uh, the Croatian events, Oktoberfest. We can have all these different events at that place mm-hmm. because we're creating this for Little Italy. Right. Okay. I'm I'm getting on board. I'm getting on board. I was just like... We had 3,000. No, we had 5,000. I think we, like throughout the day, we had yeah. 5,000 people during the opening or the the sign reveal. Yeah. And I, I don't think I saw a single person that wasn't smiling yeah. and just amazed by... I really wanted to go. It energy. was just like I had so much to do that day. And yeah. I was like, oh yeah, there's a thing going on today. Oh, you missed it. And I just like, yeah. it totally slipped my mind. Um, but... I'm really glad that, yeah, I'm really glad we got to talk about it. It was funny. I was in the beer garden talking to the guy from TMZ, um, but one of the main guys on TMZ. It was hilarious. He was uh, here? Yeah. Everyone was here. There were like 30 different uh, news agencies and reporters. It was on CNN. I think it was because a lot of the reason is because our viral subway That was very fortuitous. Yeah, Yeah. that was very fortuitous, but... um, Everyone, I think the event was supposed to end at 10. Mm-hmm. There were people still packed it in the streets, like at 11. Wow. People wanted it to keep going. I okay, And so we need to do that more often. I could have gone then because yeah. at, a, at 7 o'clock is when I was like, oh, dang, I missed it. And I started seeing some posts on Facebook, yeah. but it sounds like it kept going. They did it right. They did it right. I applaud like people like Sandra and Janine from the P-Bid and mm-hmm. John Bagakis from Big Nicks. Okay. Big props to him. Very cool. He's working on, he's working on some things. I need to talk to John Bagakis. Yes. I actually need to if get him If we could on. do another, if we could get the taste of San Pedro going again, that would be huge. Yeah. You're hearing it here first. John Bagakis is bringing back the taste in San Pedro. Boom, guys. I got it. <laughs> I got the scoop for you. Okay. I'm going to have to just make that a sound bite and just like yes, exactly. throw it on Instagram. <laughs> yep. And if you could disguise my voice, that'd be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that and make it sound like a real, you know, tasty. No, <laughs> I think the bottom line, there's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of new restaurants. There's a lot of activity yeah. that is happening in San Pedro. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it takes a little while for people to notice it and come down and enjoy it yeah we have um sidewalk dining is coming to downtown san pedro where you can sit outside some of the restaurants <gasps> oh, I love and that. eat drink and be merry yeah. outside that's all coming yes i think once that's a little bit more visible yeah people are going to get excited again here's what i want i want a rooftop can you make that happen we have <laughs> two that are coming to san pedro I'm so excited. one is going to be right next to warner grand Boutique, at the boutique, boutique hotel, hotel. Mm-hmm. and that's going to be amazing that's gonna be and I had already, I think I had already promised people um, the first round of drinks or something on, on John Bagakis. Can I get an, in on that? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's one of the things I'm super excited about. I Rooftop really deck. Yeah, that's what I need. And that's to have my a little vibe, music. Personally, I like. I love divey bars. Like yes. I've gone to them. They're cool. I like a rooftop options. with a martini We're talking cast. options, right? Yeah. So if you're in the mood for a dive bar, go to a dive bar. That's if you're in the mood for a rooftop deck, go. That's uh, what I We have options here. coming. That's what quality of life is. That's options. You nailed it. Oh, I'm so, 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 so excited. Um, okay. Is there anything else I wanted to ask you before I let you go? Mm, we talked about a little Italy. I'm we did. partially satisfied. I would yeah. like to see more Italian. Yes. I want to see um, like a bakery. Yeah. 
be great to see like another I'd bakery to downtown. Bakery. It just even if it's just to get the smell of baked bread what, what wafting exactly, through the air. What is the um the parameters of Little Italy? Do you know? Is it? I have no idea. Okay, I'm the wrong guy to ask. In for the that. general area of yeah of where the it was Topaz yeah. building basically kind yeah of, okay exactly. Ohas tea is there. Yes. Are they moving? No. They're gonna be. No, part I think of they're Italy? great. Yeah, I think. Okay. I think they, they can remain. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe they can get a Italian-inspired cafecito. Like yeah, mm-hmm. it, I don't think it's going to be Italy exclusive. Okay. But um, <laughs> it'll be Italy focused, and so it'll work get out for everyone. A good pasta. There you have I love it. Love me some pasta. Yeah. Some good pasta, a good pizza, gelato. Mm-hmm. I think I'll be. I'll be happy. And I want to see more Croatian places down here too. That's what I would love to see too, because I realize I don't actually know anything about the Croatian culture. Mm-hmm. I've only seen beautiful pictures of Croatia on Facebook from yep. Croatian, you know, friends and neighbors, and they go. And to... it's hot. That's where everyone's traveling to, right? Oh, it's so beautiful there. Yeah, yeah. and and. My fiance Sarah mm-hmm. is a uh, is a guest barrow, and she's Croatian, and um, and I always joke that I'm going to change my name from Williams to guest barrow just so I fit in even better with the San Pedro How community. How progressive! I love that Wouldn't idea. That'd be great. That's I'm all for that <laughs> idea. Um, I really do. Okay, well, I guess that we can wrap it up here. I feel yeah. like we could go on forever, and we I want could. to, but we'll have you back for another episode then. Excellent, excellent. I really enjoyed my time. And I like, I love what you're doing. You know, people like you and Josh over at San Pedro today, just focusing on all the cool things that are happening in San Pedro and lifting people up. I love. Let's Josh. do more of that. I love what he did. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do more of that. So that I love. That I think we need a lot more of. There's too much negative going on on Facebook, which you see. Yeah. Um, but there's so much good. But happening you specifically, here. I mean, with the Hello San Pedro, you're really focused on the positive. Positivity. And I think that there's a demand and appetite for that. I think I, people I so. really, yeah, are, you're, you're doing, you're doing the right thing. You're doing God's work. Thank so. you so much. I Thank really you. appreciate that. I, you know, I've said it before. I never knew where this was really going to go. It just seems like there's a need for more. And so I'm, I just wrote myself in and I don't know what I got myself into. Um, I might have to find like a permanent recording situation. Um, I'm very mobile right now. But um, all to come, all to come, as well as everything else, which is really exciting. In time. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you, you for so, having me. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate Absolutely. it. Sarah, we're going to have to do a future episode <laughs> about female longshoremen. And yeah, I think with that, we can wrap it up. Until next time. All right. All right. See you guys. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Lee Williams. Be sure to check out the links in the show notes. Also, if you guys have um, some time, I would love a rating and a review um, if you guys like the episode. Also, be sure to share this episode with friends. Um, And last but not least, have a wonderful and spooky Halloween. I hope you enjoy your friends, your family, your neighbors, and have a wonderfully safe night. All right. Till next time.